the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. David Anderson, senior pastor and founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. And I am so glad that you are tuned in now to our new special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're going to hear conversations from recent talks where I've connected with radio listeners just like you to help them build bridges of reconciliation, race, religion, relationships. Are you ready? Let's get started. And let me go on over to Ellicott City, Maryland, and talk to Jane, who's on the line. Hi, Jane. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm fine. How are you, sir? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for calling. How can I serve you today? Sure. Dr. Anderson, I, my, my relational jam is one of a friendship that has been around for many years. It's been one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And we've run into a situation where some years ago I loaned a substantial amount of money to this person. This is a person I shared everything with. Mm. I wasn't, you know, I was not afraid to share anything with. And he was a great deal of help to me and my family as we went through some very difficult times. Mm-hmm. And I had no problem. The, the, he approached me for a loan to help another family and, um, where I didn't agree with what he was doing, I, I believed in him and believed that he believed. Therefore, I handed him the cash, and he, you know, guaranteed it back. Okay. And a year later, and many stories later, it's still not back, and, and that's okay. Mm. Um, except that what's happened in between time is now we don't talk as much. Right. We don't, um, we don't share as much, and I find yeah. that my trust, in him has has waned, and I really don't like that. How much does he owe you? This is some seven thousand dollars. And how much of that has he paid? None of it. Wow. Okay. And 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 you know what? And it's even cool if I knew that if he had come and said, "This is for me." Yeah. And I'm sorry, I can't pay it back. I'd be cool with that. But I really would, it, it, because it would be the, what the truth is. But I don't know what the truth is, and the fact of the matter is, as I've asked him on several occasions, now's the time to come clean. This doesn't smell right. Just mm. be honest with me. Mm. And those requests have been just swept over and ignored. And I know this is a person that very well may have needed it, and, and if so, that's fine, but I need the truth. And this is a person who calls himself a Christian. Um, and I don't yeah. think as Christians we treat each other like that. Well, here's a situation. No, here's a well. I was just gonna say, here's a situation. You were being kind. You gave a lot of money out, and the person wasn't honest with you. You've got to make a decision what you're gonna do about it. Do you forgive the loan and move forward, or do you hold that person to the money? If you hold them to the money, you're never. They're never gonna pay you back. You know that, right? I and and I'm okay with I'm okay with that. I forgive the loan. Then I'd write it down. I even told him I forgive the loan. Yeah, then I'd write a note and say, listen, this is uh, your bill is paid. You're completely forgiven. Let's move on. 
Now, having said that, but where is where is on? It depends. That's my struggle. It depends. Are you saying that this person still wants to have a relationship with you, but you're having a hard time because of trust? I think that he is having he is having a harder time than I am. And um, he feels guilty in having a relationship with me because of the guilt. Yeah. Yeah, he feels and, guilty, and I want that gone. Yeah. I the only way you can do you, that, the friend. The only way you can, uh, the only way you're going to let the guilt be gone is by writing him a bill to say this is forgiven. Let's move on. And while okay. you keep in your brain never to give him money again, while right. you, while you keep in your brain, I'm not sure if I can always trust everything he says. You put that in the back of your brain and go ahead and move on with the relationship. Boy, I hate that. Oh, I know. One day he may come. May, one day he may come clean. You know. The question is, can here it is. The question is, can I have a relationship with OJ if OJ never tells me that he really did it? No. <laughs> if you can, you're good. If you can't, then you you're not good. Uh, and so you got to figure yeah, out. I, I, yeah, and I'm not good. Okay, then that's then that then you've answered your question. Uh, that relationship is pretty much over because this person you can't really trust them. So you forgive them, you move on. You're out of your relational jam. Right. There's nothing you can do right. about it because okay. if they've broken that trust, they've broken that trust. And if you can't move on with, with the knowledge that you have and let it go, right. then you got to move on. Because if you can't have a relationship right. with OJ, even though OJ is never going to tell you that he really did it, then you just can't have a relationship right. with OJ. Yeah. That's, okay. That's right. a good way to look at it. Yeah. That's kinda... a good way to look at it. Thank you, sir. Oh, God bless you, Jane. <laughs> I know it ain't easy. God bless you. So let's start in Falls Church with Francis. Hi, Francis. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much, Doctor. Hey, how can I serve you today, my brother? Yeah, so um, I have a question. So this is more so a conflict, I would say, within myself. It's a conflict that I've had for some time. Um, I was raised a Catholic, and I went to Catholic school and went to Catholic church, and they would always say, hey, you know, you need to pray the three Hail Marys and do all that. And then as time went by, I experimented with other church churches and, and realized, you know, these other churches would say, hey, you know, give your life to Christ, and that, that's what you need to get to heaven. And obviously there's a lot more to that. Mm-hmm. But um, So my question is, um, I, I know that God is calling me for something, mm-hmm. and I know that Obviously, the devil's real himself. The enemy's real himself. So um, my my question is, um, you know, after I got into an accident, I was praying to God the night before, and I prayed to God, and I said, hey, God, um, you know, show me that you're real. You know, obviously, mm. it's not good to test God, but I was just saying that. Mm. And then... Um, I got into the accident, and I got the uh, uh, I got into the accident on Devil's Reach Road. Mm. It was pretty scary, but mm. it was pretty scary. So the question is, um, I just want to know... Obviously, I want to worship God, and I, and, I, I, and I know that the enemy can disguise himself into good things. So um, what's your advice when it comes to that conflict on whether or not to be a Catholic or be a Protestant and to go about the right way worshiping God, and if there's any punishment for, you know, just having that conflict and not really understanding which way to go? Mm. Wow. Well, I tell you what, I'm so um, impressed, and I want to affirm you for wanting to know God's will for you, Okay. So that's a good thing. How old are you, Francis? I'm 28 years old. 28, okay. And what is your career right now? So um, I'm in the music industry, which is another conflict. But mm-hmm. um, for now, I just do sales. Um, I'm, I, I, I do door-to-door sales while still chasing my music journey. And then are you thinking 
uh, that you want to get into career ministry at all? Is that have ever, ever come up in your spirit a call to ministry? So um, when I was younger, um, my my grandmother told my parents he's meant to be a, a priest. So I've experienced many supernatural things that I see, or I, I don't know if this is you know mm-hmm. just in my head, but there's a lot of things that go on that I say, okay, this is kind of weird. This is yeah. you know this is I this is God and the devil definitely something's going on. Yeah. Do you have a college so, degree? Um, yes, I do. So let me tell you what I'm thinking. And again, I don't know you, so I'm just kind of going with the spirit on this one. And that's why I'm asking these really directed questions. It almost sounds to me like you might actually have a call to ministry, but what you need more than anything else is a theological education. Don't worry about whether it's Catholic or Protestant or whatever. Get a theological education uh, because that's going to help you understand even what those differences are. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What matters is a relationship with God and how you can help uh, other people in their relationship with God. So growing your relationship and helping other people grow theirs. And you're young enough where you can actually uh, get this kind of an education if you really believe that God may be calling you in this area. So what I'd be doing is, is encouraging you to begin to pray and ask God, God, do you want me in your ministry uh, professionally? And, and, and then start checking out some schools, start checking out some theological schools like Moody Bible Institute has a seminary or a Dallas Theological Seminary or Trinity uh, Evangelical Divinity School in Chicago or Fuller Seminary. I mean, there are a lot of good seminaries. There's some local in this area as well where you can begin to think, okay, theologically, I need to learn because you seem like a sharp person. You seem passionate. So if you can take the skills that you have, the education you already have, and then build on it with a theological education. God is going to give you the direction that you need to go. But I think the number one thing that's coming to my spirit is I have a young man here who needs to be equipped in God's word. That's what's most important. So will you will you consider okay. that? Is that uh, something that resonates with you? Yes, yes, that that does resonate with me, and obviously, you know, I have to do a lot more thinking, but that is definitely what I I need to pray on and 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 take your advice and, and run with it and see where it takes me. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's see what God does with that. And there are many different ways you can get that education, even as a working adult. Or do you just go off and go for a couple of years? We'll let God work out all those details, but start searching around and start praying on this. And let's see what God does with regard to this. But again, don't worry about the Catholic Protestant thing. I have good Protestant kids that have come up in my church. I've sent them to Moody Bible Institute, and they're coming out being Anglican priests. I have others that come out and they're being uh, Protestant pastors or, or whatever. I don't even worry about those labels. It's, a lot of it has to do with style, like Anglican priest, you know, just the more high church. I love that. But it just is going to depend on what God is doing in you. He's not going to waste your Catholic education. He can actually use that along with a great Protestant uh, seminary or whatever, mix it together, and who knows what God will do. Uh, through you. So don't worry about those labels. Just go get equipped for the ministry so you can make a difference in this world. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Doctor. Blessings to you, Francis. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. 
You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. Anonymous is on the line from Prince George's County, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for calling. How are you? I'm doing great. What are you thinking today? Well, first, I just want to say thank you so much for being the man of God that you are because you're just such a blessing to the body of Christ. Oh, you're kind. And um, I just respect you and admire you greatly. Um, so I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I um, have been married for a very long time, like over 25 years. Okay. And um, my husband has some major issues. Okay. Um, I found out early on in our marriage that he was actually an addict, okay. drug addict. Okay. Um, I hung in there. I um, walked with him through a number of ups and downs and um, ins and outs of programs and so forth. And um, then later on, much more recently, found out um, after he had sort of a major breakdown that he actually is also bipolar. Mm. And um, so that probably has a lot to do with the whole drug thing and all of that, as you probably know how they come together. Mm-hmm. Well, um, anyway, can't get um, him to go back to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on medication, but not in therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, just we have three children together, still um, have one at home. And I just, I just don't know, like, how long you do everything in your power as a person of God to, to work through something and to be committed to your vows and everything. And like, when, when is enough enough? Oh, I know. You know, Mm. that like, when, when is like, do you always have to be till death do us part? I know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have any like reason, like, He's not ever committed adultery, to my knowledge, or anything like that. But it's the trust that's gone and yep. how difficult it is in in the relationship and just being very, very worn out. Yeah, no, I hear you. We had this conversation in my office today with the, a programming team when we were saying, you know, if, you're, if your spouse is incarcerated or if your spouse uh, has an accident and they're mentally disabled, do you stay with them for the next 30 years and in your case if they're addicted or whatever how long do you and and one of the people in the office did that thing where they quoted 
uh, in sickness and in health uh, till death do us part. And it's like, yep, those were the vows we made. I'm not telling you it's easy, Anonymous. It's hard. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's very hard. It's so hard. So I'm going to tell you what I think you need to do. And then you tell me if you agree or disagree. First of all, you're right about him. You need drugs and therapy, medication and therapy when you're bipolar because the the medication and the therapy works together. You may not ever be able to convince him to get therapy. I don't know why he's not doing it. Maybe he doesn't like the therapist, whatever. Who knows? All right. You can try to fix that, but the reality is you're not in control of whether he goes to therapy or not. But let me tell you what you are in control of. You are in control of getting, getting yourself therapy. Yes. Are you in, oh, are you in therapy? I'm going back. Cause you, you, I'm sorry? Are you in therapy? Um, I have been in the past, and I'm going back. Yeah, good. Yes. Treat, I, I, just, I believe in it. Treat yourself because you need it. Because you need the support just to survive. Because 25 years exactly. is a long time. Four children is a, a lot of kids, a lot of responsibility. And you're taking care of five children. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in a sense, your four kids plus him, you know, you're trying to get him three, yeah. to, to do. Three kids. Okay, yeah. three kids. So, yeah, mm-hmm. three kids plus him. So you're trying to get him to do what he's supposed to do as well as your other kids to do what they're supposed to do. I empathize with you. Um, but what you need is therapy. You need prayer. You need support um, to hang in there another day. Uh, this is real talk, and I can't uh, give you what you want, and that is, and I, I don't think you want it anyway, but I know what you're, you're feeling, and that is permission to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get that from me, but, you know. Right. I know. But- no, actually, actually, I I'm, I'm really just believe that I'm called to this, like I'm supposed to be here, I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. It's just a matter of, I don't think many people, many other people feel like that anymore. And and I feel like sometimes I almost am looking foolish to even my children. Yeah. But you know what? Your, your faithfulness, God sees it. And what looks like foolishness to some uh, is really wisdom. And, and what looks like wisdom to others is foolishness to God. You're on God's side here. You want to lean on God for strength. Uh, to to help you in this relational jam because you got you have needs and you have issues, I mean you, you know desires and you you need a, a husband that's healthy that can uh, love you and and take care of you, but you're taking care of everybody else and what you need now is prayer exactly. and longevity and patience and perseverance and wisdom and I want to pray that for you right now. Can I do that for you, anonymous? Yes, please. Lord Jesus, along with my listeners, I lift up Anonymous because she's going through a lot. And uh, she's looking for a way out. And we pray that you give her a door out that honors you. We pray, God, that you would uh, use therapy, that you'd use support of other other women, Lord, that you would just give my sister a great big hug, even through today's prayer and radio conversation, because she needs it. And she's holding up a lot, Lord. And I know you see it. So remind her that you see every single uh, thing that she does to keep herself right. And we pray for her husband, Lord, that he would get back into therapy, that she'd regulate his mind, that you would relieve him of this addiction, Lord, that you would do a great healing in his life. But in the meantime and in between time, give my sister wisdom and patience. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
and Thank amen. You. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Anonymous. I know it's not easy, but you hold on to that prayer, okay? Yes. Thank you. God mm-hmm. bless. God bless you back. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh, <laughs> They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you with the free home inspection. They came mm-hmm. out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Let's go to Burke, Virginia. I've got Linda on the line. Hello, Miss Linda. Welcome to the show. Hi, doctor. Thanks for being there for us. Of course. How um, can I serve you? My situation is, um, I don't need to summarize it, I guess, because they're getting late in your show, but my son and his wife have a, I have a grandson who's about 20 months old. Okay. And um, my son has a history of being an alcoholic. Okay. And the wife he chose comes from a different background where her family was very, um, her mom was married many times and, you know, living with different people. She had to live with her grandparents a lot, different mm. things. So it's a mm. less, you know, different background than my son has. Right. So I think she tolerates more than a normal woman would tolerate from okay. my son. Okay. And I'm just, my concern is how my grandson is, is being taken care of sometimes. Mm. Um, he's, you know, my son stayed home with him cause he lost his job and I don't think he talks so much. And now my mm. grandson is behind in speech and getting some speech therapy. Although I understand some kids just have that. Yeah. Um, they had a horrible flea problem in their house. It took a couple months for them to finally, get going on. Actually, it's not their house. They live with her grandparents because they foreclosed their house. Yeah. And um, So your question is, how, you do know, you, like, how do you help this kid grow how, up in a healthy environment when your son is an alcoholic? Right, because it's, it's stealing my joy and ripping my heart out. And I went yeah. through serious depression last year and anxiety. And you know, I'm seeing a therapist, which I need to see a Christian one because it's not doing me any good. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, why don't you do this? Hold on for me through this break. When I get on the other side of it, let me give you a couple thoughts and we'll... Uh, We'll bring the show to a close. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm on the phone with Linda. She's in Burke, Virginia. Linda, uh, for those who may just be tuning in, you have a son who's married, and they have a 20-month-old child. He's an alcoholic, and you're worried as a grandma, how are we going to raise this child in a healthy way? Let me ask you a couple questions. Do you get to spend time with the okay. child alone? Yeah, they live about three hours away, but I try to go get them like, once a month, and we bring him back to our house for maybe four or five days. Gotcha. And he spends time with my husband and I. Good. And the relationship you have with your daughter-in-law, how is that? It's improved. Um, at first, she was she's had such a hard life that it was very hard to get close to her. But mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, it, it actually took me months between having people pray for me to love mm-hmm. her. And yeah. I love her very much now. But they fight so much. And hmm. they think it's just normal. And it's just, I, yeah. my grandson, he grinds his teeth at 20 months old. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's just so stressful around them yeah, that so... we couldn't stand to have them live with us because that would be a good solution. But Yeah. Yeah, they can't live with you. But I tell you what, grandparents can have such an amazing role as a respite in the life of the children. And so, yes, you can pray for your son and the daughter-in-law. 
It's great that he can come down once a month to spend time. When he's with you, pray with him. Put seeds in him of faith and fun. Uh, that's what you need to be as grandma and grandpa. Faith, fun, food. He, he wants to come to grandma and grandpa's house. That's that's what you want in him. When he gets older. He does. As soon as I go visit there, he wants to go to my car with me every time. I love it. I love it because when he gets older. Uh, he may want to spend summers with you or something like that. So work on that part of the relationship. Pray when he's away from you and with them. There's nothing really you can do about that. That's their life. That's, you know, a cross that has to be, uh, unfortunately, they have to bear. Uh, pray for your son that he wouldn't be an alcoholic. He gets the help he needs. Pray for the daughter that she gets the strength she needs and some sisters around her that can encourage her and that they become faithful in their you know church attendance and that they come to know the Lord. I mean, those are the things you want to pray. But, you know, you just got to pray to God protects the child. But you cannot parent the child. Um, and you cannot intervene in a way that uh, that controls them or else they'll push you away because it really is their child. Um, uh, and you really are the grandparents, not the parents. But the good news is you have a good relationship. They love letting the kid come with you. So I would just milk that as much as you can uh, and then pray uh, when uh, the child is not with you, okay? That's okay. that's all I can give you right now. That's what I've been doing, well, good. Yeah, I just you're, have to be able to trust that God's got protection around him. Amen. You're doing the right thing, and you're absolutely right. But I feel your heart. God bless You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you join us at Bridgeway in our Performing Arts Theater in Columbia, Maryland, for one of our three identical Sunday services at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. We hope to see you tomorrow at church.